Thank you for joining us today on the Reach Community Church Podcast. We hope this week's message encourages and blesses you as we dive into God's Word together. Our mission at Reach is to see lives changed by Christ together in community by loving God, loving people, and reaching our world. We'd love to have you join us next Sunday. You can learn more about our mission at reachcommunitychurch.com. for us, but there would be no cross without a beginning. There would be no cross without a birth. In this last month, we've been looking at um, this idea of love showing up. Jesus has proven his love to us and for us by showing up the way that he did. And he has shown himself to be great and loving and merciful, willing to communicate his love to us by allowing his creation to nail him on the cross because it was what was necessary for us to have relationship with him. But he's also showed us at what great lengths that he will offer to us forgiveness. And when we live in this place where we understand how much that we've been forgiven, we forgive much. Um, And we need that going into the next couple of days and seeing family members. We need to realize how much we've been forgiven so that we can share that forgiveness with people that we're going to interact with. Uh, And last week we talked about this idea that when love shows up, hope is never lost. And so today I want to read through, and I promise for all those that have little ones in here that aren't normally in here, I will be short today. I promise. I promise. Uh, And there's going to be some beautiful music here at the end. Uh, But today I want to talk about this idea of endless potential. Because everything that you read, if you read the, um, the birth narrative, it's all potential. There was no, it was all promise. When Jesus came as a child, there was nothing that was finished yet. And that's what I want to talk about today. When love shows up, the potential of what God is doing and is going to do in your life and the lives of the ones you love has endless potential. So before we get into the word, let's pray. Father, we thank you uh, that you, at, at the right moment, showed up. And Lord, we still believe that you, at the right moment, are still showing up for us and your people all throughout the globe. And today, as we celebrate the potential of what the birth means to us and what you interacting with us means to us. Lord, I pray that as we read through your birth narrative, Lord, that we would be changed, that it wouldn't just be a story that we've heard over and over again our whole life, but it would be with new eyes. And so, Lord, we pray for your word as as it's read and heard, uh, that it would transform us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So it's not going to be on the um, screen behind you. Sorry. Um, It is in Luke um, chapter 1 and chapter 2. If you want to go there, you can look at it as we go. Uh, We're going to start in 26. So in 26, you get the birth of Jesus, how how this all began. So in verse 26, it says, The six-month angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. And I think I talk about this every time I say any interaction with an angel. When an angel shows up, we don't go, Man, that's cool, you look awesome. We get terrified. 
because it's not normal, and they are impressive. And so an angel shows up to Mary and greets her, and she's like, oh, man, because you have to realize that also at this point, there had been a silence for 400 years from the prophets, from God showing up, and all of a sudden an angel has appeared, and she was like, what does this mean? In 29 it says, but she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. In his kingdom, there will be no end. Notice, all of these things are future. He will, he will, he will. It was all the potential when they're looking at the Savior of the world. Anybody that's ever held an infant in their hand, it's potential. You don't say, hey, tomorrow you're going to get up and clean the house. Hey, tomorrow you're going to do this. There isn't an expectation, but there is an understanding that there is a potential of what is coming through this. And then verse 34, And Mary said to the angel, How will this be? And realize here also, and I know many of us know this, Mary was a young girl, probably between the ages of 14 and 16 years old. And an angel appears to her, calls her highly favored. She said, how will this be since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child will be born and will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this, the sixth month with her who is called or who was called barren. For nothing is impossible with God. And that's That's the crazy part of this potential. Many of us are sitting in this room, and this is another holiday, and the likelihood is that many of you are sitting in this room filled with anxiety, filled with the potential of depression, filled with an overwhelming sense of, I don't know what's going to happen next year, and it can only be better than 2023. And I just want to tell you that when God is involved, there is a potential that is endless. He's saying, what is impossible with people? And if you've been trying to fix your problem all year, maybe your whole life, let me tell you this. You're probably going to get the same result if you only include you in the equation of changing what's going on. But when you invite the living God that wants a relationship with you, that has the power to transform your heart, that has the power to transform you, because what changes your surroundings and the, in the relational stuff that's in you? The only thing that you have control over is you. And so why not say, God, start with me. Start with me, this potential of what God can do. And then Mary said, this is probably the most profound thing that someone can say. And Mary said, behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. He didn't give her the layout. Here's how this is going to happen. Your husband is not going to divorce you. 
your family is not going to stone you to death, which was an option. You know, you're, going to, you're not going to be rejected. She didn't say any of these things. He just said the potential of what Jesus was going to be. And then he departs with everything that has to happen. She has to have, an, she has to have a conversation with her betrothed, her fiancé, and say, hey, weirdest conversation ever. It's still weird, and I know we've read it, and we know, like, Joseph, you know, it's good, he's a good man, and this is going to happen. I mean, imagine if you're at, you imagine when you were engaged to someone. Imagine going up to them and saying, I had an encounter with the living God, and now I'm pregnant. <laughs> no! You know, they're like, great for you. Go hang out with him, because I'm gone. <laughs> See, all she knew was God was involved. And when you know God is involved, you know that there is endless potential of what God has the capacity of doing. But she just said, she wrote, she basically signed her name to a blank check and said, God, do whatever you want. I'm your servant. Let it be to me as you have said. Well, she has her conversation with Joseph. Joseph was like, I'm a good dude. Because he could have been angry. He could have done lots of other things. But he's like, I'm going to divorce her privately i'm you know know, i'm just going to ease out of this and what happens god comes and speaks to him in a dream and said "Mm -mm." and what did he do he knowing and this is what i think we lose in this whole equation is we lose the reality of what both of those two people went through because this wasn't a secret this wasn't i mean he is mocked later on about his birth and they were willing, when, when God was involved, to suffer any suffering and pain for the potential of what God was going to do. And then this wicked, evil man, Caesar, and I love how God uses people to bring about his purposes. So Caesar's like, hey, I want to get a count of how many people I govern and rule. And so he demands that everybody goes to their place of origin. And you know what that does? That puts... Jesus, in the place that he was supposed to be born, prophesied hundreds of years before. Caesar wasn't going, man, I've been reading this Old Testament thing, and I think a Savior is coming. Let's, let's send them here. No, because he wanted to eliminate him when he heard that there was a king coming. But God was in it. And then we skip on to verse 8 of chapter 2, and we see this encounter with the, um, the shepherds. And I say this every time I've talked about the shepherds, if God was going to send something here, he would not use the people that he used. The expectation was the shepherd, shepherds were unclean people. You wouldn't give them to testify. They couldn't even enter into the temple because of their job, because of what they were doing. They were unclean. They were out. They were unable to do the things that they were supposed to do to be a part of the community. And he appears to them. So in verse 8, chapter 2, and it says, In the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over the flock by night and the angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear yes when you're sitting out on a field and you've never seen any light outside of a candle and all of a sudden at night there is a great light that washes over you you're afraid And the angel said to them, fear not. 
and we, I say this every time, I love how the angels, one of the first things that they say, it's okay, don't be afraid. There's a reason for that. Fear not before, for behold, I bring to you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this is the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in the manger. And, and suddenly there was the angel, <clears throat> there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace among those whom he is pleased. So a concert happens. And let me just tell you, I mean, we, we sound great up here. You guys sound great. I don't sound that great. That's why I sit in the corner. I like to get it out, and I miss several lines, but, like, that's okay. Like, this was amazing. I don't, I don't know about you, but, like, that was probably the best worship that had ever happened. They're sitting out there. They're listening to this multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, which is what worship is. And that's the beauty of coming in here. It doesn't matter how you sing. What matters is why you're singing. We're singing to praise the living God and what he's done for us. The glory of God in the highest and on earth, peace among those whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, of course, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and a baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that they had been told concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. And listen to this. But Mary, Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. It's still potential. Yes, God spoke to her before she was pregnant. She has carried this child for nine to ten months. She's giving birth and it's still only the potential. There's still 30 years. She doesn't know this. There's still 30 years before any fulfillment of anything gets walked out. In verse 20, it says, And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. They left worshiping for the potential. They didn't see the mighty king. They were told, like, there was, this is what's coming. And all they saw was a child, but they still left worshiping. And this is what we have to do as a people who are part of the already but not yet. See, we're past where they are because we've seen the cross. We've seen what he, we saw the resurrection. We're in this place that we know, but he's still not fulfilled everything that he's going to. So we live in this place that we know but we have to wait. We have to get into a place that we understand the potential of what God wants to do. And you have to do that. This is why we worship together. This is why we listen to the word. This is why we read the word. Because we need to understand again and again that his promises are still coming to be. Today we celebrate the already but not yet. When love shows up, there is endless potential. Have you experienced the love? The love that you understand that in spite of your sin and in spite of your mess, that God still offers a loving hand to you, a loving hand of forgiveness, 
And not a forgiveness that just permits you to do whatever, but a forgiveness that pulls you out of those things, that's hurt you, that's caused all this pain, and brings you into a new place that you have hope for the potential of what God is doing. And so today, um, we're going to have our little ones come up here and sing. And for all of the pyros out there, me included, let's not set anything on fire. But so what we're going to do is the little ones are going to come up here and we're going to sing two songs to close. And they're going to sing one song. You're going to have your candle. And towards the end of that song, I'm going to light a candle and we're going to spread it. Be careful with the updos and the hairspray and stuff. Like So be, be very gentle. And then what you'll do is you'll pass the lit candle from one person to the other. And hopefully by the end of their second song, we'll be ablaze. Not literally, but just right here. Because there's potential in this to set the world on fire. And if we want... Jesus to transform our city it has to start with our hearts and then it has to leak into our homes and then it goes into our cities but it starts with one little flame and so I'm going to I'm going to pray for us and then we're going to do a little setup to get the little ones up here and they are going to blow your socks off one way or the other it's going to be amazing so let's pray Lord uh, we want more than anything To not be moved by information, we want to be transformed by a living God that loves the idea of living inside of us and transforming our lives. And there are people in this room that have lost hope, that don't understand your forgiveness, have never experienced your love, and they need the reality of endless potential of what you have the capacity of doing. And so this morning, as we celebrate your entry, Lord, I pray that we would also celebrate the entry that you have for us. The potential that you have in every one of us to unlock the things that you've not only placed us on this planet for, but that you've prepared us for. So Lord, help us be your people. Help our light shine in this world so that people see us and that work and they don't glorify us, but they glorify you. So Lord, let us shine bright this season. And thank you, thank you for showing up for us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on the Reach Community Church Podcast. We'd love to have you join us next Sunday. You can learn more about our mission at reachcommunitychurch.com.